1: My hands of this
0: weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, April 8th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing this morning?
2: Hey, I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm um, a little uh, on the tired side, but that is to be expected when you uh, get out of work late. But I'm hoping for a glitch-free and uh, smooth show today. Should be good.
0: Knock on wood, you know. It's uh, still yeah, early in the this, show, so. <laughs> we had the this,
2: this Scratchy McScratchy and then the freezing videos. Uh Fingers crossed. Everything looks good so far. So so far, so good.
0: And I was even commenting Welcome that to the show everyone. Yeah, it, it's not even a full moon. So you know why is why is all this technology uh, breaking down on us? But hopefully, we'll have a good one today. But uh, you know what? I hope so. Let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question Triggered. from my co-host Tony. I'm going to have you put on your hypothetical hat because I know this isn't the type of person you are. But if you were the type of person to go through and break into cars and steal stuff out of cars and you saw a box in a car, what would be the worst thing that you could get your hands on?
2: Uh, a glitter bomb box. You know, the ones they set up on YouTube for those uh, porch pirates and steal stuff. I think if you open it up and then if it shot like goo and glitter all over you, so that way, if you if that was stuck on you and you got spotted, you were the one that broke into the car, you know, it's... Uh, good instant karma but that'd be pretty bad or a box full of crap <laughs> literally crap that'd be bad but uh i think the glitter bomb thing would be the uh, ultimate getcha cuz usually they have cameras in there that are like ha ah, i got you exactly
0: so. they also uh, started putting the fart spray in there and that would be the worst i mean you, oh, you can't B-A-M- get that A-M- smell out of your real- car
2: i mean, be really bad, yeah. But you know what? If you're going to break into people's cars, then yeah, you get you reap what you sow on that.
0: Exactly, That's for sure. Well, while that would be a terrible thing to uh, nab if you were uh, somebody that would break into cars, and of course you know karma is, is the way it works out. This might be a close second. So, a South Florida children's author was robbed of her precious books. Her car was burglarized, and inside were the prized possessions. But don't worry; the story comes with a happy ending. Laura Laura Duxta is a New York Times best-selling ch- uh, <coughs> boy. Words are hard today. A best-selling author of children's picture books, sixty copies of which she just picked up from the mail. They were packed away in two different boxes, which she left in her car outside her Bayshore Drive apartment in Fort Lauderdale. She told Local 10 News that around 4 a.m. Tuesday, she heard a noise outside and saw an SUV speeding away. Both my windows were smashed, she said. Fort Lauderdale police said they were on the lookout for the SUV, which is believed to be involved in multiple burglaries in the area. It was spotted around West Lakeshore Drive, and officers gave chase, but pulled back when their suspect sped through a red light. The Broward Sheriff's Office helicopter was called in for backup, and it followed the suspect's car into northwest Miami-Dade, where it blew through another red light and caused a crash. I was coming across, and he smacked me (laughs) Yeah, said crash victim Dwight Hodge. 17th Avenue and 87th Street here, and the guy ran the light, and apparently he was running from the cops. Two men inside the SUV bailed out of the vehicle and began running, but police eventually took them into custody. About that time, Duxta received a call that her books had been recovered. So, you know, if you are a best-selling author, having your prized possession, your books stolen would be awful, but if you were the burglar in this case, who, you know, luckily they got caught, not a whole lot of value to you in uh, children's books.
2: Yeah, definitely not. People steal the weirdest stuff. They I don't know why they just steal the steal and they break into things they break into things. They don't get it. <clears throat> it could be at random and then what they get is what they get, but I don't realize that some of this stuff is uh, sentimental to people and you can't get it back. You right. know? that's Well, I try not to keep anything of too much value in my car. It's If you broke in, I guess you're going to make out with a Motley Crue or a Def Leppard CD in my (laughs) console that's just been sitting there forever. So more power to you, and you get a couple bucks and change. But, yeah, people are (sighs) – I just think if you do that kind of stuff, you're a scumbag. So I know know the people that listen to this radio show are not scumbags, nor do they do – Stuff like that. So. <laughs> and what, I don't know why I censored myself. I could have just said that. But
0: Yeah, what drives me nuts is no respect for personal property. I mean, exactly. regardless of what they steal, now you know, you've know got windows smashed. You've got to deal with your insurance company. It's the reason insurance rates are so high is because people do stupid stuff like that. Well, all, exactly. All that goes to say that, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to waste your time. We're not going to uh, disrespect your personal property because we have a wonderful show lined up today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? The third day. All right. Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when? Huh? What day? Thursday. <laughs> the third day. Okay. It is Thursday, the third day, and as we do on Thursdays, we explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there with Florida Man. We have a segment called Trendy. Our call in contest today is Rank It with Tony. We have a segment called Strange But True. We round out the day with This Day in History, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, do not go anywhere. We'll be right back.
1: Oh, my process. Ooh, yeah,
2: let me tell you something right here. Aha! Uh-huh. It's the Loop Creek subscription box, yeah! With an exclusive loop on surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX Collectible Boxes, dude! Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming Video Game Box! Woohoo! Yeehoo! To the Loot Crate Lower
1: Box. What's with
2: today, huh?
0: And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. And we have a little thing that we talk about each day. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24 hour day, seven day a week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you stole some children's books and want to tell us about it? Well, give us a call at 855 Phoenix Radio. That's 855 F E N I X R D O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Speaking of entertaining, Tony is here with the entertainment news.
2: Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, April 8th, and here's your Filippo Fast. Five oh no bad news abound for this gentleman Nike has suspended its endorsement of Deshaun Watson in addition he loses his his endorsement deal with Beats by Dre as well oh things are not looking good for what I was hoping would be our next Denver Bronco quarterback but now I don't see that happening I don't even know if that dude will be playing in the NFL does not look good I hope he's hope everything's good in that area I'm not going to comment too much but Yikes. That's all I got to say. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of yikes, Tiger Woods was driving about 85 miles per hour in a 45-mile-per-hour zone. He crashed. It leaked on how he crashed. Speeding can kill kids. So, yikes. Not Again, had to go from one yikes to another yikes. (laughs) Um, Kind of a random one, but Ozzy Osbourne, it was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame this week. So... He is now a WWE Hall of Famer. so.
0: All right.
2: I think he, he participated at WrestleMania 3 or something. I don't remember. It was when we were kids. so. And I, he, I guess. I just, uh, it's They stretch for their celebrity wing. They do their Hall of Fame every year, and they stretch for their Hall of Famers, man, Ooh, yeah, as did, far as celebrities go, not the wrestler part. They
0: just did Captain Kirk as well.
2: Yeah, William, yeah Shatner. William Shatner, our our friend that we've seen everywhere. Yep. You realize he's. I know we covered his birthday. He's ninety, and yeah, you know, and Ozzy's younger than him, and Ozzy looks looks, older. looks worse. Yeah, it's it's nuts. See, that's what drugs and alcohol will do to you in time. Exactly. Uh, speaking of time, MacGyver to end after five seasons on CBS. Uh, didn't know that reboot was still going so kudos to it making five years or five <laughs> seasons and star wars the bad batch will be clocking in at least 14 episodes when it debuts uh uh here after, uh captain falcon or falcon, and winter. Captain falcon captain falcon that's f-zero man falcon and the winter soldier after that then we go into star wars the bad batch which comes out on may the 4th so may the fourth be with you and that is your filippo fast five now we go into the entertainment news um and we'll start up with kind of a fun little one that i shared with you yesterday but uh we had talked about how ghostbusters how we wish it would uh come back or we couldn't wait for it to come back keeps getting delayed and we've only seen the one trailer well yesterday they released a little bit of a clip and this is um, definitely worth checking out, and I see a marketing blitz and uh, little toys and pop figures and action figures abound, kind of to jump off Baby Yoda. Well, why not Baby Stay Puff? A, new re- a newly released clip from the upcoming legacy sequel, Ghostbusters Afterlife, sees Paul Rudd deal with the return of iconic monster from the franchise past, the State Puff Marshmallow Man. Looking a lot less intimidating than he did the first time around, Mr. State Puff is proving no less of a nuisance as Rudd meets several adorable mini-puffs while in a supermarket shopping while things quickly turn chaotic as the Marshmallow Men engage in all manner of marshmallow-related mayhem. First appearing in 1984's Ghostbusters thanks to a wandering mind of Ray Stance, which leads to our later, Are You a God? (laughs) That's where that comes from, if you didn't know that.
1: Are you a God?
2: (laughs) No. And that's (laughs) where where State Puff comes in. But uh, if you get a chance, check it out. Um, It goes on to just kind of talk about Bill Murray's comments and things like that. Uh, We're excited for Ghostbusters. I always like to share those things. There's also a fun little tie, too, uh, with the Baskin-Robbins and Paul Rudd. So in (laughs) Ant-Man, Paul Rudd worked at Baskin-Robbins for a hot minute. And in this one, as he's grocery shopping, he's in front of a huge Baskin-Robbins like ice cream display thing at the grocery store so looks good i mean the little state puffs cute i I could definitely see that being a marketing thing it's i have to do take things that are big old and nostalgic and kind of maybe ugly ish but iconic turn it into a little thing like we suggested with chewbacca the other day make it small make it cute and guess what Watch the paychecks roll in, right? The money just rolls.
0: <laughs> exactly. So. W- with with uh, the little Stay Puffs, it reminded me of uh, Army of Darkness where uh, there's the bunch of little ashes that are uh, attacking him. That's the vibe I got from that scene.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. I, I got to Now you think about it, it's, it's better than uh, having the images of the little hot dogs from... Uh... What was that movie? Uh, hose like yoga hoser. Yoga Hosers? Exactly. Kevin Smith. Yeah. Yikes, Kevin Smith one. That was that was weird. The little Kevin Smith wieners running around. (laughs) Wieners being the hot dogs. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, anyways, on to one more movie news here. It looks like, uh, as we know, Spider, uh, the Spider-Man, Spider Verse Two is coming here in the next year. Um, and it looks like Spider-Man, the animated series star Christopher Daniel Barnes will be featured into the Spider-Verse 2. So um, the animated series star will reprise his role in the upcoming sequel. Um, the voice actor will not be involved in the story in a major capacity, but he will be making a few appearances before showing up in the later on in the movie. So um, if you're a fan of Spider-Man, the animated series, which... I vaguely remember watching as a kid I liked it but I wasn't as into it as like X-Men X-Men was my my Marvel jam exactly. when I was a kid
0: but uh, and luckily, I mean it
2: did do good at,
0: I was going to say ahead. luckily both of them are on Disney Plus so if you want to go back and relive the nostalgia of either the 90s X-Men or Spider-Man animated series that's where you can find it
2: yeah, and it's also surprisingly, it, we didn't get to write it when we went to Universal because it was down, but uh, it, it's the he does the voice of the Spider Man in uh, Universal Studios, their ride right there. No so. kidding. I didn't know it's that. Kind of random. Yeah. It's all based off that animated series from the 90s, and it's dated for sure. <laughs> oh, but I digress. We'll go on to TV news. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is Bubba Bubba as production on Season 8 gets underway. That was their clever headline. Mm. Um, NYPD's Finest are back on the beat, and production on the 8th and final season of NBC's Brooklyn Nine-Nine gets started. Cameras began rolling on the final 10 episodes Tuesday, which are set to air after a long delay. Yes. As part of a 2021-2022 broadcast TV season, Melissa Fumera, a.k.a. Jake Peralta's better half, Amy Santiago, was among the first to mark the occasion. And she put Bubba back in the 9 9, she said enthusiastically. Yesterday, I was so excited to be back at work. I forgot to take a pic to commemorate the occasion. So here's a day two pic. It shows her smiling big with Terry cruz and there's some production crews in the back, and then the captain making a fun face. So, um funny show. I haven't watched them all. You got me into it about a year ago. I, I jumped on it, and. Uh, very hilarious Andy Samberg show. i um, looking forward to uh, getting caught up by the time it's all done. I'll be able to hopefully see it by the time these uh, final episodes air. Unleash the beast.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. One of my favorite shows on TV. You know, it's uh, well worth getting caught up on. And then, uh, you know, obviously this is going to be the final season. So a little sad to see it go, but glad that there's going to be a full new slate of episodes at least to round things out, let them finish up the storyline.
2: Yeah, I think all the episodes are on the Peacock, I believe. Peacock! So if you have that,
0: you can catch them.
2: Hulu as well. Um, is Hulu on got them as well? Yep. Jeez, that's good. Um, I guess I had more movie news than TV. That was the only TV one. I kind of (laughs) should have saved that for last, but this one was kind of a random one. Uh, Sylvester Stallone is we know he bowed out of creed three yesterday in the fast five but uh today it's uh reading the article is not from today but reading it today sylvester stallone completed his new director's cut of rocky four last fall stallone the director writer star producer <laughs> and everything of the sequel announced that a director's cut edition of the movie was in the works for the celebration of its 35th anniversary. At the time, Sly teased that the director's cut would be released in November to coincide with the original cut's release. Sly Stallone missed the targeted release day of Rocky IV director's cut last November, but the good news is the new edit um, is in the can. On Instagram, Stallone posted a new video providing the finishing touches of the director's cut. Um, The caption reads, last day of completing Rocky IV. Get ready to rumble. Don't know what'll. I, oh, there it says Rocky's four directors cut will feature new footage not seen in the original movie, such as a new fight scene between Rocky and Ivan Drago. So I don't know if it's modern day Stallone versus modern day Dolph Lundgren, but that's what it says. Another major difference is that Polly's pet robot will no longer be featured in the movie. <laughs> you no, know he had a pet robot. Did
0: you? Uh, yeah, it was. Nah. it was a little strange
2: okay well it won't be in the movie as stallone didn't feel that scene fits well for what he had in mind for the movie uh the robot is going to the junkyard forever no more robot (laughs) stallone said on an instagram confirming that poor Seiko has been act um okay Oh, that Mary. This may be the last time we see new footage of Stallone as Rocky Balboa since he bowed out of Creed Three. Anyways, I don't know if this was something we needed, but uh, if you were excited, and I did like Rocky IV, so it's not like it's a movie yeah. I disliked. I just don't know if it's something we needed. But I digress. It'll come out sometime. But in the meantime, that's it for your entertainment news today. Let's roll on to those April 8th birthdays, shall we? I am the law!
0: <laughs> just a yeah! little, little quote from him there. Your birthday.
2: I like it. Uh, it's
1: my birthday.
2: <laughs> I wasn't exact I wasn't I wasn't expecting the I am Law. I was just gonna roll with that. Uh, former guitarist of Guns and Roses, Izzy Stradlin is fifty-nine, actor best known for portraying the role of Han in the film series The Fast and the Furious. Um, Sung Kang is 49 does not look 49 no not at all Uh, he's the late bassist for the Grammy Award winning metal band Slipknot Uh, happy heavenly birthday to Paul Gray um, she's an Arquette family member, and she played Kristen in Elm Street 3, among other things. Patricia Arquette is 53. She was in the children's classic film The Princess Bride, and she played Jenna in Forrest Gump. Robin Wright is I Can't Drive, 55 today. <laughs> this guy portrayed Jason Voorhees. Uh, Kane Hodder is 66. Um, actress who played Captain Kara, Starbuck Thrace in Battlestar Galactica, And later, Bo-Katan in Star Wars. Katie Sackhoff is 41. That is your celebrity birthdays for April 8th. Happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) And all that stuff.
0: Folks, that does do it for the entertainment news. When we come back, it is time for Florida Man, one of my favorite features each week. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after these messages.
1: After these messages.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right And we are back, folks. This is Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, if you want to get a hold of us on social, I'm available at Facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, Radio of course with an R, or on Instagram at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on Instagram at Tony 81. Now it is Thursday and as we do on Thursdays, we'd like to explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. It is my favorite segment of the week. It is time for Florida Man.
1: Oh, good
2: for you. Oh, the Florida Man. It is th- Always a fun day uh, to read the weird stuff. I uh, had some good articles, but apparently uh, I have to... Okay, sorry. I just have to click, like, two extra links to get to the one stupid article here. But we're going to go down to Jacksonville, where a Florida video game store owner is challenging a city law that forbids him from showing inflatable (laughs) pictures outside his store. Authorities in the Orange Park suburb of Jacksonville told scott fisher owner of gone broke gaming that he must remove the 10 foot inflatable super mario that once outside his store or face a hundred dollar fine for every remaining day cited a law prohibiting business owners from installing portable displays such as the giant mario that convey their message running a small business isn't that you know what this story sucks i'm gonna camp there's nothing weird about it i just saw mario and florida man i thought it'd be money Uh, that article is not funny because it's just a guy whining that he can't have this cheesy looking ron jeremy looking mario in front of his unit so (laughs) i'm just gonna move on from that one sorry folks that one sucked but let's move on to real ones right um florida man out of west palm beach uh with a tattoo is charged with burglary jonathan hewitt 25 was jailed without bail he has a map of Florida tattooed on his left forehead and temple, and this is a different tattooed Florida man. I know we covered one weeks ago. <laughs> it's a different guy. The Palm Beach County, Florida's office said Hewitt was on surveillance. A video opening the door of houses last month. Officials say he took some pistols and two watches. The landlord called him a friend of his former roommate. The detective says the video clearly shows Hewitt's tattoos with the words red rum written on his neck. This is murder written in reverse, if you didn't know. He went to prison. uh, He was released from prison last August after serving eight months for being a gunman. So I guess he's uh, back off the prison there. huh? He's Louise. This guy's a winner, I tell you. He's got little stars on his cheek and his eyebrow and then Florida on the other side. I think face tattoos
0: are a prerequisite for being a Florida man. Yeah, geez.
2: Well, it's a good thing I'm not getting a tattoo before I go to Florida because I'm just not getting a face tattoo ever. Stupid uh, is a stupid man. That, sir. A Florida man was arrested Thursday morning for kicking swans in Lake Elola Park in downtown Orlando. He was practicing karate. <laughs> According to the arrest report, several witnesses told Orlando police officers they saw 34-year-old Rocco Mantella from Jacksonville leave the main lane in Lake Eola Park. At 9.20, he was kicking two swans. And then there's a photo of him actually kicking them. The back and one, he kicked one in the back and one more in the head as hard as possible during karate. Show no mercy! (laughs) One eyewitness said they heard Mantella laugh when he noticed her reaction to the swan's kick. Another witness said they also saw Mantella kick a sleeping duck. The officer said they failed to locate the animals that were allegedly kicked. Uh, Mantella has been charged with animal cruelty and is being held without, ba- or with, on a thousand dollar bail. So has um, the planet gone mad? Yeah, he's he's just way into uh, Cobra Kai, and uh, yeah, I just don't know. Maybe he was practicing the crane kick. On him.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, normally, I mean, normally geese and swan are uh, a little bit of assholes if you get near them. I hope they attacked him after that because uh, he deserves.
2: Yeah, it. yeah, definitely deserve it for that one. Ah, uh, nothing will come between a Florida man and a spaghetti. Not even a fork. Police in Naples were called to the local Olive Garden Sunday after reports that a man was causing a disturbance. When the cops arrived, they found Ben Paget, 32, sitting shirtless near the front door and eating spaghetti with his bare hands. The arrest report claims Paget was asking people for money when they approached the restaurant's door. He became angry when Olive Garden employee told him to stop telling the employee... I could beat your ass. Paget then entered the restaurant and asked the employee what kind of genitals he had. After he was arrested, Paget smashed his head into the patrol car's metal patrician. So this guy's just out there eating spaghetti, goes in, says, what kind of balls do you have? And I, I, I. Get in my belly! Looks like, he looks like a drugged out Matthew McConaughey. In <laughs> all,
0: right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah.
2: All right. Here's another fun one, maybe. We shall see. In Claremont, Florida, a Central Florida man was arrested after allegedly pulling a knife and threatening people at the Waffle House. Donald DeGrave, 26, faces two charges of assault with deadly weapons without intent to kill. He was arrested Tuesday morning at around 4 a.m. According to his affidavit, he was hanging out behind a Waffle House at 720 Kagan View Road. Drinking alcohol and with one of his future victims, DeGrave told another guy that he wanted to get caught by one of the female employees. Another guy told him to leave the server alone, and DeGrave argued with him and pulled out a black pocket knife and pointed to the victim. Then DeGrave allegedly threatened the life of both him and the waitress. Wait a minute, it said without intent to kill, and then he threatened their lives, so that would be intent to kill, right? right? Yeah. Okay. Bad article there. The argument's over and the victim returned to the huts to her seat in the restaurant to inform the waitress that DeGrave was speaking outside. After an argument broke out, finally DeGrave left the restaurant. An angry Florida resident kicked the store window as he walked away, then got on his bike and rode away. God, it would have been better if it was a scooter. (laughs) Several witnesses agreed that it was loud and unpleasant, and he pulled the knife out, as the victims described. They all described the Florida man as a tall white man with a black shirt, glasses, and red pajama pants. Uh, The the police found a grave at his home on Wanding waterway and arrested him. He's in jail on a $4,000 Way to go, eh, hole
0: You know, I think the... What a,
2: what a winner, man.
0: I think the other prerequisite besides face tattoos is something that have to do with uh, Waffle House. You know, there seems to always be an incident at a Waffle House.
2: Exactly. Fun stuff, man. Florida Man is obviously the gift that keeps on giving, if you don't believe us. No, don't don't be Ron Burgundy, Tony. Just <laughs> read the article. I just want to read the article. That's how the dang thing starts. Um... <clears throat> all right well this one anyways this guy um was arrested for being drunk on a golf cart and going crazy on the golf course he was he was intoxicated on fireball so hooks was giving a breathalyzer samples registering at 0.285 and point two nine two bac respectively the legal limit in florida is point zero eight. he was placed under arrest for dui Choosing to go down with the ship, Hooks refused to sign his DUI citation, incurring another charge. Needless to say, you'll want to keep Hooks in mind when you're crushing Miller Lights on the range with the boys. Um, Otherwise, you'll become a Florida man. (laughs) See, that article was butchered, because most of it was just promoting the Florida man brand. Yeah. And then that was all I got for the article. So that's another failed article. Um, I put these together late last night, so I didn't read them For real.
0: (laughs) Sorry, a little trigger happy on the... uh Soundboard, I though. like
2: that. I based it I based it off of the headlines last night. i like, yep, that seems good. That seems funny. <laughs> um, thong-wearing Florida man was arrested while building a shed with garbage on strangers' property. Going down to Martin County, Florida, the sight of a man wearing a thong as a thong was. All of Florida. Wars are hard for me to. Florida homeowner needed to call Martin County Sheriff's owner this last night. Deputies arrested 31-year-old George Blinken on March 12th. An arrest report reviewed by tc palm said the homeowner saw him building a shed and throwing chairs the trespasser was wearing a swimsuit and then a thong responding deputies said they found the man on the property who was not wearing a shirt or shorts he was covered with sand as if he'd just been at the beach the man was arrested uh, for I- refusing to identify himself um the third is used fingerprints to confirm blanken was the suspect he stated he was an artist and he makes things from garbage I think this was a repeat article because it it sounds like Andrew Nixon and the beach. Yeah. They all blend together sometimes. Like when you read them, I'm like, wait, that sounds familiar. Ah, but this one will be a good one to go out on, I promise. It's not a repeat, it's something weird. A Florida man, woman was arrested as deputies say they threw a bucket of shit at her roommate outside a central Florida apartment. I just wanted to say shit. It says feces. (laughs) NBC affiliate reports the incident took place Saturday in Valua County when Joanne McCarter was charged with battery of an elderly person on the incident. According to the police, the female victim said she knocked on McCarter's door to do some repairs in the apartment but got no answer. After opening the door, the victim said McCarter threw a bucket on her. McCarter initially told Debbie she was attacked but later admitted throwing the bucket on her and claiming she was going to throw a bucket of water but got two buckets confused. So you just randomly have a bucket of feces? So yeah, how that was her defense. Uh, I thought it was a bucket of water, so she knocked on the door, lady opened it, bucket of crap all over the lady. Oh, uh, Florida good woman, for you! <laughs> just as good as the men. So there you go. That's your Florida man stories and woman story for this week. Next week, I'm sure we'll find another array
0: story. Exactly. Well folks, that does do it for Florida Man. When we come back, we've got a segment called Trendy. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Trendy. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now, back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and we have reached the final segment of the first hour of this episode. But do not fret, there is still plenty ahead with our second hour, including our call-in contest. Yes, we're doing another Phoenix face-off and rank it with Tony, so I'm looking forward to that pitting uh, myself against a lucky listener, caller, name it what you will. (laughs) If you want to, uh, boy, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, If you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Amazon, 20 and all. And uh, while you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends, because sharing is caring. Now in this segment that I've titled Trendy, we're going to run down some uh, trends. And uh, Tony, I'm going to pose these to you. Find out, do you think it's overrated, or do you think it's uh, spot on and should continue? Are you ready? Ready. All right. The first trend... Again, overrated or not. Internet prank culture. Unless everyone is laughing in the end, it's not funny. There's a special place in hell for people that intentionally slap a slice of cheddar in their baby or pet's face to harvest internet points. Tony, is it a uh, overrated trend or is it something that, you know what, it's entertaining. Keep going. To slap cheddar in a kid's
2: face? Is uh, that...
0: Apparently is that's a thing. Just,
2: um, I would say no. Okay. I don't. I don't know what that is. If you oh, just hand. if you leave it as, if you leave it as a if you leave it just as a joke, like if you like to do an internet joke, like uh, April Fool's Day joke on Facebook or something, then yeah, that's funny <clears throat> if it's not harmful, you know. But I don't. I don't understand the ch- slapping the cheddar thing.
0: Yeah, as long as nobody gets hurt. Why not? Uh, the one trend that I do find funny was uh, where they took the slices of bread that they cut out basically a nose hole and two eye holes and had dogs come up and they stick it on the dog's snout and it looked like they were wearing a bread mask. That was pretty funny. Yeah, and they see, got to get the bread afterwards. That's
2: funny. Yeah. I guess I didn't know that was a trendy thing to slap kids with cheese. I uh, yeah. I'm not that cultured, I guess, in that.
0: (laughs) Probably a good thing. All right, well, let's keep moving on with trendy. Is it overrated or not? This one uh, submitted by Madzia Learn Stuff says, uh, people documenting everything on social media. Maybe it's because I'm particularly shy, but I'm not always the most comfortable when I'm having a conversation and somebody at the table is recording a Snapchat video or if we spend a crazy amount of time taking pictures for a story. Sometimes social media practically overwhelms a hangout. Tony, overrated trend or not?
2: Yeah, it depends on when you use it. It uh, If you're doing it all the time for every event, for every get-together, then yeah, it's overrated. You have like one get-together, you want to bust a quick story, or you're having a few drinks and you're having fun, and you want to be a part of it, great. But trying to get everybody to be in it, that might be, not everybody likes to be on social media. So I'd put that one in the middle. It just okay. would have to depend on the your situation and your get-together.
0: Boy, what should I use as the middle? Let's do uh Good job. All right. <laughs> um the only caveat I would give to that is the people and I think we talked about it even last week, where uh they go out and you know, basically do good deeds just to get themselves on social media. You know, they'll bring a homeless person money or food or whatever it is that they wouldn't do otherwise if uh they weren't on social media but uh, you know they have to get those likes they have to get that uh, uh you know injection of self gratification
2: yeah see that's that's crap that i don't like that just do it at, it's just one of those things yeah you if you're doing it just to get the likes and stuff i mean if you're trying to get famous like youtube or something like that and you're trying to generate followers then i understand why you're doing that but
0: still. It's the cheap way to do it. Exactly. Let's keep rolling on, talking about uh, trends. Are they overrated or not? This submitted by Move 7 says, make your partner jealous for internet clout. These TikTok trends where people make their spouses jealous, it just seems weird to me that one would find humor in their spouse's insecurities. Now, I'm not on TikTok. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what this one refers to. Any insight there from you, Tone?
2: No. <clears throat> I don't know enough about the TikTok. I downloaded it to watch some videos once, uh, but I don't I don't know enough about TikTok to to tell you. So I'm unfamiliar with this one as well.
0: Well, I would just give it a. Oh, hell no. Cuz again, anytime that you're trying to make a spouse or significant other jealous, whether it's for the public consumption, it's still not worth it, you know. It's it's not worth risking your relationship over something like that.
2: Hmm. That's why there's so many divorces and stuff.
0: (laughs) And uh, I've been hesitant to download TikTok, mostly because it's owned by a uh, a Chinese corporation that uh, if you read the terms and uh, use, terms of service, basically they have access to everything in your phone. I don't know if that's changed over the last year or so, but uh, I'm not willing to give up that much. Uh, I already give Facebook enough, so uh, I I think I'll hold out there. (laughs) You're like, no, I don't need that. We're good. All right. Let's keep rolling on talking trends that uh, maybe they're overrated. Maybe not. This from Sessa Marie says the no one will share memes. I'm beyond annoyed that no one will share memes on Facebook. Really? Why do people feel if uh, their stupid shit isn't liked or shared their existence means nothing? Uh, She could have phrased that a little bit better, but, uh, you know, we have friends who share memes endlessly and, uh, you know, if there's a good one, we'll share it. So I don't know exactly what she's going for there, but, uh, you know, is that a trend not to share memes for you tone?
2: No, I'll share memes if they're funny. I mean, I, I typically will just like them or laugh at them or I'll share them privately. Like I don't go on social media. I usually send you and Tim one, um, I get some funny ones from Stacy or, you know, I, but you see a lot of good ones from our, like our friends, Brunch and Lori, they'll post some good ones. Yeah. (laughs) These are not really my, uh, yeah, baby. (laughs) I don't think they're overrated. They're actually, there's a lot of funny ones. I kind of find humor in them. So yeah, I, I like them.
0: Yeah. And maybe that's just sort of an older generation, you know, us pushing 40. uh, You know, we use Facebook probably more than other people do. So we enjoy the memes. Keep them coming. Let's keep rolling on, talking trends that are maybe overrated, maybe not. Uh, This one from uh, user Gisto says, causing chaos in public for likes, especially if it is at the expense of people just trying to do their job. Don't go to a Burger King and try to order a bunch of McDonald's food. You aren't clever. You're just a douchebag. Do you agree? Is yeah. that overrated?
2: Uh, I didn't know that was a thing. I've never, I've never, to a uh, another restaurant ordered fake food on purpose. I mean, I've done the old drive through, like I'll order a ton of food and then like we get to the window and laugh and drive away. Like we did that when we were teenagers. But... Right.
0: And we didn't have uh, cell phone cameras to capture it. So, uh, you know, no, we, we probably would have wish, at the time though.
2: <laughs> yeah. Cause Adam was funny.
0: <laughs> all right well let's keep uh, let's keep rolling on we're talking uh trends that may be overrated how about uh, how do you feel about charcoal products this one uh submitted by madam burner says let's stop putting activated charcoal in food there's been more than a few cases where people didn't realize that activated charcoal will cancel out whatever medication they're on um yeah you see this is a new health trend people are brushing their teeth with charcoal I don't get it and uh is it really that good for you?
2: I I don't know. We sell a ton of it at work. Like we have the charcoal toothbrush or toothbrushes and the toothpaste. I I stick to the lightning sexy white teeth. That's what I stick with.
0: <laughs> yeah, it seems counterintuitive to uh put something that stains and charcoals onto uh something you're trying to make white. So I don't get yeah.
2: it. Oh hell no. I would say no to
0: that. All right. And then finally, um, Ah, here's one that bugs me to no end. We're talking trends. Are they overrated or not? From Hunter Ryan says, people writing long stories before their online recipes. How recipes need to share a life story that's over five pages of text before getting to the actual recipe. It bugs the crap out of me. How do you feel about it, Tone?
2: Yeah, you just don't need that much. Just get to the recipe. I don't need the story. Just show me a picture of what it looks like. Give me the recipe. Tell me how to make it. We're good. Yeah. yeah, That's it. That's all I I would need in that.
0: Yeah. We don't need your inspiration for it. We just want to know how to make it. Well, folks, that does it for the first hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We're headed into our long break. So uh, use the bathroom. Listen to the news. Grab yourself some tea, and we will be back in seven minutes. We will see you all then.
1: my hands
0: this weirdness. Welcome back, folks, to the second hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, April 8th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, are you ready for the fastest hour of the day?
2: I sure am, man. I'm ready to uh, go through this real quick. It's going to be
0: fun. Yeah. Second hour always goes by quickly. Uh, You know, luckily we had our nice long break there, so we could compose our thoughts a little bit, uh, you know, that first hour. I don't know about you, Tone, but uh, definitely words were hard for me.
2: Words are always hard for me on that, especially the Florida man one, uh, trying to get the article to come up and all that. It was uh, it was a little frustrating, but it's okay. It, we went through it, and uh, eh, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, it was definitely a tough little first hour. Yeah.
0: So hopefully the second hour goes a little bit smoother. Uh, you know, we've only been doing this for almost a year now, so, uh, you know, you would think we'd have our uh, feet under us, but uh, every once in a while, you just have an off day. It's the way it goes.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't say it was too bad. I think it went good. Um, like I said, there's still technical issues with the screen, so I don't know how to fix that. Uh, what I'll probably do is just every time I do a segment, I may just shut my camera off, and then you guys don't have to see that. You can listen <laughs> to it, and you don't have to see it freeze. It probably might be better than a pixelated version. of Just don't know how to fix that.
0: Nah, even if you're frozen, we still want to see those sexy white teeth, so... <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm, that's sexy if there's a tooth here and a tooth there. So. <laughs> not quite and that's the that second pixelated. Thing. I don't ever see if I'm freezing. That's the thing. I never noticed that, but
0: eh, it's it is just what the, it is. It's the if way- you
2: listen to the podcast, it doesn't matter. It comes out clear. You can hear the audio just fine. So that's always nice.
0: Exactly. Well, this is normally the interactive portion of the show where we invite you guys, the listeners and watchers, to chime in on our topic of the day. But today is a little bit different, as we do every once in a while. We'll be doing a contest in the next segment uh, with uh, actually superfan Mike Yendra, uh, who will be hopefully joining us as uh, Tony takes us through Rank It With Tony. But in the meantime, you know, in this segment... uh, you know, we wanted to talk a little bit about Phoenix Media, what we're doing and what we're looking for. So we've mentioned in the past that uh, Tony and I would love to have a third co-host here on the show, ideally somebody of the female persuasion, just so that we get, you know, a little different perspective. And then times when, you know, maybe Tony's off in Florida or, uh, you know, we need know, yeah, just a, a third person to sort of keep things going. Uh, it would always be uh, nice to have that third person. So if that is you, if you know somebody who is funny, has sort of our you know, sensibilities and, uh, you know, can handle themselves well in uh, off the cuff conversation, as Tony and I tend to do. Um, we'd love to find out about you. So uh, feel free to reach out. Of course, you can use the Phoenix line, which is right there to let us know. And, uh, you yeah, know, we'd love to bring you in. Now, Phoenix media is uh, the multiverse of pop culture entertainment. And uh, we made that switch eh, about a month ago. And uh, I'd say a month. Has gone by. Exactly. And the shows that we have are primarily pop culture related, whether it's film, TV, movies, video games, anime, cosplay, You name it, if it's in pop culture, we are covering it. Of course, we are looking for great content providers. So if you've got a wonderful show that you want to add to the network, you can reach out to us on that. Or if you're an advertiser who is trying to reach that demographic, the people who listen to this show, the people who listen to those sorts of pop culture shows, well, we can help you out there too. Uh, During the commercial breaks, I'm sure you guys hear the Loot Crate commercial that uh, Tony was so gracious enough to uh, provide his vocal talents for loot crate is one <laughs> of our affiliate advi- uh, uh advertisers and uh you know one of the great things is uh you know it's it's geeky it's nerdy and of course it's going to be our prize for our rank it with tony in the next segment so uh that's what we're looking for uh tony anything else to add as far as you know what we're doing here on the network or what we'd love to see here on the show
2: no not really don't have anything <laughs> I know I I don't have anything to promote plug nothing so uh, shop Costco there you go
0: (laughs) there you go a little bit of a shameless plug so uh, in any case you know it's it's one of those things where uh, you know we like to put out these important announcements every once in a while and uh, you know look to you guys the listeners because you know we we know we've got our our rabid fan base who uh, interact every day we have a fan base who never tends to speak up a little bit and it's okay to be shy but uh, we do love hearing from you of course you can always drop us a line at our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix radio you can just leave a message on the Phoenix line even if you don't want it to air you can call in just let us know hey you know I enjoy listening to the show or you guys are absolutely terrible We like uh, constructive criticism as well. So uh, yeah, you know, those are sort of the things that are going on around here behind the scenes. But uh, in any case, we are getting ready to roll into our next segment. I'm excited for another edition of Phoenix Face-Off where Tony's going to be taking us through a top 10 ranker list. Mm -hmm. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Mm -hmm. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. And normally, this is the interactive portion of the show where we pose a topic to you guys, the listeners and watchers, on the topic of the day. Get your input. But today, we are actually doing another edition of Phoenix. Face Now, today I will be uh, playing for super fan Mike Yandra. I reached out to him a little bit earlier. Uh, won't have him on the line, but I will be playing on his behalf. Now, uh, the way this works in Rank It With Tony is Tony's going to provide me a topic. I have to try and guess the uh, whatever it is in the top 10. If I get uh, half of those, well, Mike wins a Loot Crate Mystery Subscription box full of geeky, nerdy stuff. Of course, if you listened to the last commercial break, you know all about what Loot Crate is and, and what it does. Now, if I don't get five out of 10, well, Mike still wins. We'll send him a Phoenix Fan gear a hat and T-shirt. So uh, either way, Mike, you are a winner. Now, folks, if you do want to participate in these contests or have uh, one of us play on your behalf, all you have to do is go on to phoenixmedia.us, click on the Christian Phoenix Radio Show show page and in there, just submit the contest entry form. It's that easy. If we pull your name at random, we'll try and get you on the line to play with you. Otherwise, we'll play for you and uh, you have a chance to win uh, a great prize, win or lose. So uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and roll into this edition of Phoenix Face-Off with Rank It with Tony. (laughs)
2: It's rank it with Tony. Hopefully, I don't get too blurry for you. And uh, the rules are real simple. I give you a category. Christian, you'll get to see if you get it. And uh, hopefully, you can win Mike that loot crate goof box, whatever it is. Goof box? (laughs) (laughs) Goof box, yeah. Loot crate uh, geek box. Is it just called loot? just a loot crate box? Yeah, it's
0: just a loot crate box. You know, they've got uh, different ones for video games or horror. Things along those lines, but uh, this is just sort of the standard loot crate. Most of them come with fun t-shirts and collectibles and things like that. So... Uh, gotcha.
2: I didn't know, like, what else was in it. I was just like, oh loot crate box. anyways i digress um today's topic uh the funniest tv shows of all time
0: Ooh, interesting all right so uh, i have to get within the top 10 obviously you probably have a list of the top 100 so uh feel free for every one i get wrong maybe uh give something between 11 and 20 and then uh from there all i have to do is get five for mike to win that loot crate box so uh I guess, uh, funniest TV shows of all time. Um, I mean, is this purely sitcoms? Can you give me any hint there? Just TV shows. There's
2: two, like the list is the 200 plus funniest TV shows. Oh so wow. Okay. It's everything. Yeah. So,
0: all right. Well, I mean,
2: we only need the top 10. So, uh, that's, that's where you're at. It's just whatever was funny. It might be on there. All right. Like maybe small wonders on there.
0: I don't know. Uh, probably it's, not. It's, it's it not, wasn't that funny. <laughs> it's not.
2: It, it might be in the top 200, but it ain't. It ain't top 10.
0: There you go. Well, let's. Uh, I'll start off with one that uh, actually we talked about the show yesterday. It's a show that I'm in the middle of, and it has me laughing hysterically every episode. Talking Frasier. Is Frazier within the top 10?
2: Down goes Frazier. Uh, it's not in the top 10 i'm sure it's in the okay so you got one wrong so it is actually number 19
0: okay it's top 20 no.
2: so it's in the top 20 but it's not top 10 so 19 was Frasier.
0: <laughs> i'll have to go with my other favorite sitcom friends
2: Friends definitely is in that one. Like, there's no way that would be in top 10. Um, Surprisingly, Friends is not as high as I thought it'd be. It's right in the middle. Number six. Friends is number six.
0: All right. All right. Uh, We're talking uh, funniest TV shows of all time. Um, Again, you were either a Friends person or a Seinfeld person. I was more friends. Seinfeld, yeah, there were some funny episodes, but not my favorite. But I have a feeling it's in the top 10.
2: You would be correct. Seinfeld falls at number eight. Number eight. And that would be a show that Mike would have said. So Okay, all right. Um, he, does, he does like the Seinfeld.
0: Yeah, there's, so, there's some staples in there that, uh, you know, if they're not in the top ten, I'd be very surprised. One of those being my other favorite, more modern sitcom, Big Bang Theory.
2: Big Bang Theory. A bang.
1: Uh, a muck a fail
2: not top 10 dude you're gonna when I read the top 10 it's gonna be interesting that's for sure but (laughs) I will give you and I will say Big Bang's not even top 20 I'll give you the number 20 and that would be the Carol Burnett show
0: number 20 all right all right fair enough oh let's see funniest shows well we have to go probably with the longest running show of all time The Simpsons
2: The simpsons you would think but it is number
0: 11 number 11 just outside the top 10 well the good news is mike i've still got six minutes left i've got two out of the five that i need so uh let's go old school let's go way back and say uh the original sitcom with the live studio audience a show that i admire so much by what they did i love lucy
1: Hey, Lucy! Ah, 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 ah.
2: Wow. Not top, not top 10. It's number 17. Number okay. 17 on the list.
0: Boy, if this was a top 20 list, I'd be killing it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Um, boy, I'm starting to doubt myself now, Tone. Um, ooh, ooh. Parks and Rec. You know, I, I love Parks that show. Parks and
2: Rec. Well, if Big Bang Theory wasn't top ten, what makes you think that would be?
0: Because it's a winning ah! list. Ah, there we it,
2: go. It is. It's number two on the list. Okay. All right. I, would, I wouldn't put it all the way up at number two of all time. I would... It's definitely great. It is a fantastic show. I, two is... Two is awfully bold to say of all time.
0: Two though. is generous. I would certainly say top it's, ten, though. It's
2: n- not. Yeah, not my not my list, though. So. <laughs> but yeah, you got it, though. It is in the top ten.
0: Well, if that's in the top ten, I would assume that uh, the originator of that style, The Office, is also in the top ten.
2: Hmm. <laughs> number one answer interesting
0: all right all right again
2: office is great not the funniest tv show of all time
0: not my number one but uh you know it's it has a rad following
2: you've got the one and two back to back
0: all right well i think i've exhausted all of the big ones that i had on the top of my head so uh, i'm gonna start shooting for the fences now um Mm -hmm. boy uh, another show that we dipped our toe into recently, Scrubs. Is Scrubs in the top 10?
2: No want no Scrubs. <laughs> nope. So now I will give you number 18, which is way too far down the list in my opinion, but The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, number 18.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's not That's top way, 10, I would say 11, maybe 12. Way too far
2: down the list. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, Uh, boy, I need one more for you, Mike. I'm I'm really trying here. Um, You
2: you got three minutes. I think you'll be good. Yeah, I'm sure. If you're swinging for the fences, you'll you'll hit something. I would imagine.
0: Now, uh, one show going back to animated, uh, you know, Simpsons wasn't in there. I'm hopeful that this one is, but uh, Family Guy. You know, does it get much funnier? Family
2: Guy. It is. It is in the top 10. It is number five. Number five. All
0: right. Well, the good news is I hit my five out of the 10. So uh, right now, everything else is just gravy. Uh, Mike, luckily you won that Loot Crate uh, subscription box. And uh, I'll reach out to you a little bit later to uh, confirm your mail address, get that sent over to you. But with a couple minutes left, let's see if we can round out that top 10. Um, Lacey
2: said Roseanne, so I'll save you one. Uh, Roseanne is not even in the top twenty, surprisingly. But whose line is it, anyways? Came in at number sixteen.
0: Okay, all so right. there
2: you go. I, I just helped you out with two. I was well, a fan. He
0: did. Yeah. I was a fan of whose line. I, I don't know if i put it top twenty, but yeah, who knows? All right, uh, boy. Five more in the top ten funniest TV shows of all time. Um, another one of my uh, '90s favorites. Home Improvement. Dude, oh, that should be. Guess what? It's
2: not even top 20.
1: I, I admit,
0: disagree. I, it
2: should be top 10. That show was great. So now i got to give you number 15, Futurama.
0: Okay. All right. I'm glad to see Futurama I can't, I in the can't, top 20. I could
2: give, give that one in the top 20 for sure. That was good. It yeah. was a great show.
0: Oh, let's go 80s sitcoms. And uh, I'm going to say Cheers 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 you think
2: because that was a funny show but not even top 20 on this ranker list it's is kind of a garbage ranker list well and to be fair uh, most people who
0: contribute to it are you know of the millennial era. eras so uh yeah you know, they don't have the appreciation yes. uh, for the older shows looney tunes will be your number 14 Ooh, all right old school animated. All right, I'm going to take one final guess before Tony runs down the top 10, but uh, Mm -hmm. The Good Place. I love that show.
2: You love that show, but not even top 20. And uh, Lacey chimed in. She said, Modern Family. Um, That was number 12. Okay. So. All right. And then since we got 12, we actually got 11 through 20 except for number 13. So I'll give that to you. The Golden Girls came in at number 13. But now, hey, here's your top 10. And I do not agree with this one at all. I actually found this show to be quite effing terrible. I did not like it. Uh, but a lot of people did for some reason. But Mr. Bean was number ten. Seriously. Okay. And yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
2: number nine, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Number eight, Seinfeld. Number seven, Chappelle Show. I mean, it was a it was
0: a sketch show. Yeah. Top ten. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah.
2: Friends came in at six. Family Guy at five. South Park at number four. Ah. Married with Children at number three, Parks and Rec at two, and The Office at number one. And Mike, you did win a loot crate, and Mike loves Mr. Bean. I always just found he was on HBO and he just mumbled. Like, <laughs> I just didn't get it, I guess. Maybe if you get the British humor, maybe. I just didn't get
0: it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, either but way.
2: Nonetheless, yay, Mike, you won. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Congratulations, Mike. Congratulations, Mike. Boy, apparently words are not much easier here in this uh, second hour. But uh, regardless, that does it for our Phoenix face off for today. When we come back, we've got a segment called Strange But True. Don't go anywhere. Strange But True. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at PhoenixMedia.us or on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media Radio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. And we have a little thing that we talk about each day. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever, including our call-in topic of the day. Now, the number for the Phoenix Line is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired all we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, speaking of call-in topics, the call-in topic for tomorrow is odd celebrity crushes. Tony gave me this idea yesterday, and uh, you know, there's celebrities out there that uh, maybe they're not traditionally attractive, maybe they are slightly strange, but you have a crush on them nonetheless. And uh, you know, maybe it's it's the talent that they have, and maybe you're just into whatever that odd look is, or that odd uh, personality trait, that's what we're looking for. So uh, go ahead and leave a message on the Phoenix Line. That'll be our call-in topic for tomorrow. Now in this segment, we're going to be running down some history facts, which we like to do every once in a while, that uh, I like to call strange. Patrol. You like that tone?
2: I did. San Patrol! <laughs>
0: If you're a little Dr. Strange bite, a little Metallica, works out pretty well. Yeah, Uh,
2: it's a great sound bite. I dig it.
0: All right. Well, let's kick off with our first one on Strange But True. Strange This from Lucy Gray says, In the 2015-2016 New Zealand flag referendums, where New Zealand voted on a new flag for the country, one of the highest voted results was an image of a Kiwi firing lasers from its eyes Google New Zealand laser kiwi flag if you don't believe me Uh, and I will post these on our Facebook page so you guys can check it out but uh, it is hilarious and mind-numbing that uh, a country would even consider uh, putting a laser firing uh, kiwi on its flag very strange
2: it's pretty funny
0: Yeah, it's a
2: little, (laughs) little odd but it's funny
0: Yep, yep. Which is why we call this segment... Strange. For instance, this one from Boba Kitten says, uh During 1774, Frederick the Great of Prussia had a free potato policy to help the people through the famine. A lot of people initially rejected the potatoes, and so he had guards feign patrol on the potato fields so they looked more valuable and people would steal them in the night, even though they were totally free. Uh, It's probably one of the best marketing techniques. Um, You know, as a student of marketing, you know, they often say that, uh, you know, if you've got two coffee shops that are side by side, people will go and stand in the one that has a line as opposed to the one that looks empty just because it appears more popular. So good on Frederick the Great for uh, figuring that out early on.
2: Frederick the Great, he's the Sand
1: Patrol!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of which, let's keep moving on with. Strange. All right, Uh, this from user RKVIC says In World War II, the Russians trained dogs to run under tanks with time bombs on their backs known as anti-tank dogs but the russians trained the dogs on russian tanks so when they set them free on the battlefield the dogs turned around and started blowing up the russian tanks instead of the german ones (laughs) that is a huge fail
2: oh massive fail that was yikes (laughs) just you missed the mark just by that much right just that close
0: that takes friendly fire to a whole new level
2: I see what you did there.
0: Yep. All right, let's keep rolling on, talking. Strange. This one from Moses the Wise says, All right, I don't remember the specifics, but there was a king, I believe a Sumerian king, who was told by an oracle that disaster would befall the king. So he had a gardener crowned as king for a day, and that night the gardener would be executed, thus fulfilling the prophecy and saving the real king. Soon after the gardener's Coronation. the real king choked on soup and died. The gardener ruled for 24 years. Oh, talk about a prophecy come true, not in the way that you would expect.
2: No. Wow. That's definitely not how you would have hoped it would have gone, but it's crazy that it did.
0: Yep. And he choked on soup. You know, what kind of soup was he eating that uh, you choke on it? Most of it's broth too 2 Zupa t- Zupatoscana. Something like that. Let's keep rolling on. We're talking. Strange. Ah! This one from B Swiftly says Canada and Denmark have been at war since 1984. Sort of. Hans Island, disputed since the 1930s, but since 1984, each country's military visits and erects their flag, taking down the other flag. With it, a note welcoming the next visitor to Canada or Denmark. Canadians leave whiskey, Danes leave schnapps, and the cycle continues. That's probably the friendliest war ever.
2: That would friendliest war? That's just just the things you don't put together, which is, that is strange.
0: <laughs> and, be, like,
2: you just don't just say, hey, let's go to war, but, but it'll be friendly. It's going to be a friendly war. I'm just going to go at you a little bit. You come at me a little bit. It'll be fine.
0: And uh, their next uh, exchange, the uh, Denmark should send Volbeat over, and then uh, Canada should send Nickel back. There you go. <laughs> All right, let's keep rolling on. We're talking. Strange. All right, this one comes from Bruh, coin investor, a Finnish sniper named Simo. Bruh. Haya was able to kill around 500 Soviet soldiers in the winter war of 1939 by literally hiding in the snow and taking random shots every couple hours in March 1940 he was struck in the jaw by an explosive bullet and seriously wounded he was very disfigured unconscious and presumed dead when he was found and later he was thrown onto a pile of bodies a fellow soldier noticed a leg twitching in the pile and they brought him home alive he lived to be 96 years old I mean, talk about the luckiest guy on the planet.
2: I was going to say he's legit the winter soldier. He, you know, he was out there in the winter, lived a long life, was a little disfigured. That was
0: definitely Bucky Barnes right there. Well, not only that, but the fact that he took out 500 Soviet soldiers just by taking random shots every couple hours. That'd be just like firing. Maybe it hit somebody. Maybe it didn't. It's like they said shooting fish in the barrel. Yeah. Exactly. No biggie. All right. Uh, We are talking strange. History facts that sound made up, but are actually true. This one given to us by Ram Talik, says, not one, but not one, but two kings of France perished by smashing their heads on the top part of a door also known as a lintel Charles VIII in 1498 the shock probably caused something else but still, Louis III of, uh, was pursuing a fair lady who was actually trying to escape him on his horse on August 5th 882 when she passed a door the horse went through but not the king who broke his skull and died instantly again, I don't know where people find these uh, random weird history facts but uh, it, is, it is quite strange
2: that is strange. He is legit the lonesome rider.
0: <laughs> there you go. Or the headless yeah. horseman. Maybe that's where that came hey. from.
2: There you go.
0: Let's keep rolling on talking. Strange. This one from Nergigante is best, and uh, I, might, I might agree with him. This I think this is my favorite of the stories on here. William the Conqueror exploded at his funeral. The short of it, the intestinal infection that killed him ended up eating up his body from the inside. All the gas from the decomposition was trapped in there, but as some people tried to fit him back into his coffin, his body exploded from the pressure. Guess he had to go out with a bang.
2: (laughs) Hey, uh, if you got to go out with a bang, you might as well be drinking bang energy drink and, you know, bang, bang 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 because there's kids listening so I'm just going to dance around that a bit
0: there you go Uh, if if you know you know if they did that in modern times that would be like combining a funeral with a um, gender reveal party for a baby maybe the body explodes and it's either pink or blue yeah weird right somebody feel free to take that idea All right, let's keep rolling on talking strange This one from Spyraxian says, A Skylab satellite's guidance system was failing and ended up crash landing in Australia. Instead of giving the satellite back, Skylab was charged with a $500 littering fine. After the fine was paid, the company wanted to put the satellite in a museum, but was refused on the basis that since the satellite fell from space, it's legally Australia's now. So now Skylab pays a monthly rent to Australia to display its own satellite in a museum. Good on you, Australia.
2: Good job. Good job, (laughs)
0: Skynet. (laughs) All right. And then finally, I think we got time for one more. Strange. This from Baked Maga 2020 says, a man from New York missed his friends who were fighting in Vietnam. So he traveled thousands of miles to track them down in a combat zone to personally give them a beer and letters from home. He even wrote a book and called it the greatest beer run ever. You must be really missing your friends to uh, go on that sort of beer run in a place like Vietnam, which, you know, at that time was very scary.
2: Yeah, it's uh, not somewhere you wanted to be, man, because Kong was there. You know, you're not too far from Skull Island over there. (laughs)
0: We know what you've been watching recently. Well, yeah, <laughs> I've
2: been trying to. It's taken two nights. I still haven't got very far on it.
0: <laughs> well, folks, that does it for this segment of Strange But True. But when we come back, we're headed into the final segment of the show. It is time for This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> Well, folks, we did it. We made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. But if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Dozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? (laughs) Oh, no! <laughs> was, was that a godzilla no
1: <laughs> oh
2: yeah a big time that was that was, uh, that was just a simple
0: Nope. <laughs> doomed us all to stay puff well while you're there folks be sure to subscribe that way you always have the latest episode leave a review let us know what you think and tell your friends because why tony
2: sharing is caring
0: sharing is caring and as we do each and every day at this time, we like to drop a little knowledge on you. Hopefully, make you laugh at the same time. It is time for this day in history. The Christian Phoenix. Thank you, Siri. All right, let's go ahead and kick things off. Feels like just yesterday in the year two seventeen. Yes, that's two
2: hundred seventeen.
0: Two seventeen. Ooh, excellent. Roman Emperor Caracalla, Caracalla maybe, is assassinated and succeeded by his Praetorian Guard prefect, Marcus Opelius Macrinus. Fatality. Hope I there's said my those new right.
2: Radio, there's, that's my new radio name. Marcus Opelius Macrinus.
0: That's going to make for just a... Call me,
2: just call me mom. Marcus Opelius Macrinus. There you go. I was going to say
0: that would make for a long Facebook URL. So, Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep moving on. This day in 1455, Alfonso de Borgia is elected as Pope Callistus III. I've always wondered why do they change their names to a different pope name when they become pope?
2: Yeah, so my name's Alfonso, but now I will be Callistus because because why not?
0: And do you get to make up (laughs) your own name if you want to be the first of something, or are you forced to take, like, Jean-Paul II or Benedict. You are no
2: longer Alfonso of Aragon. You will be Calistius Third. <laughs> well, who is the first two? I don't know, but you're the third.
0: Okay. <laughs> Let's keep oh, rolling on. This, this day in 1820, the famous ancient Greek statue, Venus de Milo, is discovered on the Aegean island of Milos. That's the one, obviously, uh, naked from the uh, waist up. My question is: Did she ever have arms, or did she always uh, I, was she always missing them?
2: It, it wasn't done. It was just like kind of random. You're like, "Whoa, look at the chick with the six pack! Yeah, <laughs> she's got no arms too. Oh, oh, and she's got boobs that are out. All right, cool. I noticed the six pack, and then the arms, and then the ta Well, That's we just what.
0: we know the Greeks started the Olympics. Was she the first Paralympic participant? Maybe she's she kind of looks no like answer.
2: almost like Lady Justice from injustice for all totally
0: almost. totally all right let's keep rolling on Ooh, let me get this sound by ready this day in 1941 in his fourth title defense in nine weeks Joe Lewis beats Tony Musto by TKO in the ninth round at the arena St. Louis Missouri to retain the NWSAC heavyweight boxing crown.
2: Down goes Musto and your new NSYNC champion, Joe Lewis!
0: Did you say NSYNC champion?
2: Yes, NSYNC champion! Down goes Musto! <laughs> I know it says NUSAC, NYSAC, but I thought it'd be funnier to go sync on you.
0: I like it. Let's keep rolling on. Sticking in the world of sports, this day in 1966, the American Football League votes in 36-year-old Al Davis as commissioner as commissioner after Joe Foss resigns. Appointment lasts three months when the AFL merges with the NFL. I bet he was pissed because he was a control freak.
2: Yeah, he was. I'm going to rule it all. I'm Skeletor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he really was. It's
2: my football <laughs> Oh my God, he was Skeletor.
1: Huh? Oh, at, least he didn't
0: win, <laughs> at least he didn't rock
1: the swing, baby.
0: At least he didn't rock the bowl cut that his son does right now. Oh man, yeah, his son's weird.
2: <laughs> that haircut, though,
0: Come pretty on. bad. Pretty bad. Let's keep rolling on this day in nineteen sixty-eight. <laughs> uh, gangsters Henry Hill and Jimmy Burke commit the Air Force rob—sorry, the Air France robbery, stealing four hundred and twenty thousand dollars. I want to say that there was a uh, movie about Henry Hill. Wasn't it uh, Goodfellas?
2: I think so. It's time we took the money. We gots to go down that pipe. Insert soundbite that doesn't work.
0: <laughs> that's, an
2: epic, that's an epic fail day.
0: Part for the course today. Oh, well. Oh man. Rolling on this day in 1974, Hammerin' Hank Aaron hits his 715th home run off of L.A. Dodger Al Downing, breaking Babe Ruth's record in Atlanta. And a lot of people forget that Hank Aaron for the longest time was the home run king, uh, even more so than Babe Ruth.
2: Yeah, he's... Hank Aaron was the man, dude. He was even the guy that had the beast in the sandlot.
0: That's right. I forgot about that.
2: Yeah, he was the backyard neighbor. (laughs) Who would have thought?
0: Yeah. Rolling on this day, 1983, in front of a live audience of 20 tourists, David Copperfield makes the Statue of Liberty disappear. And uh, I remember seeing that obviously I was only 2 years old when it actually happened but uh you know it always amazes me when they make these giant monuments disappear or how they do it um you know magic is is a fun thing to uh be witness to How did you
2: pull that illusion off was it on TV you just glip it out you're like oh it's gone <laughs> Like well, nowadays, you can do that. It's easy. Whoa! It disappeared.
0: Apparently, it was in front of a live audience. I don't know if they were just staged to say, oh, yeah, it really happened, or if it was just an editing trick, but who knows?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and WWE is real, man. The, the wrestling's
0: real. Oh, I mean, so sure real. Believe, believe that crap. Moving on this day in 1986, Clint Eastwood is elected mayor of Carmel, California. It makes his day.
2: I like the pun there. <laughs>
0: This day in 1990, Twin Peaks, created by David Lynch and starring Kyle McLaughlin, premieres on ABC TV. Were you a Twin Peaks fan, Tone?
2: No, I remember my mom and my dad didn't really watch a lot of TV. My mom watched it once. I remember seeing it when I was a kid.
0: It was weird. It was just strange and weird.
2: I think for being a little guy, it just didn't pique my attention. I was just like, okay.
0: Yeah. Hard to follow as an adult. I can't even imagine as a kid. Yeah. All right, let's keep moving on. This day in 1994, Daryl Strawberry enters the Betty Ford Clinic for, I would assume, cocaine, because uh, he loved that
2: Darryl, stuff. Daryl, Daryl.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh, this day in 1995, Oliver McCall beats Larry Holmes in 12 for the heavyweight boxing title. Down goes
2: Holmes and new champion Oliver McCall. I've never heard of Oliver McCall.
0: Me neither. Apparently, okay. he, he probably didn't stay champion for that long.
2: No, but he beat Larry Holmes, though.
0: He did. Rolling on this day in 2012, only because he's got an awesome name. Gunter Grass is labeled persona non grata by Israeli internal affairs minister Eli Yishai. I just wanted to say Gunter Grass.
2: Gunther Grass, it's the stuff of ass Gunther Grass
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, on this day in history Of course, we know that this is Wrestlemania week Well, this day in 2018 In Wrestlemania 34 At the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans Ronda Rousey makes her WWE debut Teaming with Kurt Angle to beat Triple H And Stephanie McMahon in a mixed tag team match Is that one you watched Or were you well beyond uh, your wrestling days at that point, Tone?
2: No I didn't watch that. myself right. so, right. I mean I, I you you hear of things like that, but I I didn't watch it, no. Alright. Like I said, I was more that, the the nineties era stuff and I'll occasionally check out things here and there, but uh it's beyond me a lot of the stuff I'm like, oh It's ooh,
0: got right. it's gotten just downright silly at this point.
2: Ah, I've tried I tried to watch a Monday Night Raw episode and it was it was rough.
0: <laughs> well folks yeah. This is the point in the show where we run down the holidays Holiday. and talk about the things that we like to celebrate. Before we close out things for the day, this one I I had to send it to Tony yesterday because it made me laugh, It made me think of our friend Mark, Adam's dad. It is Dog Farting Awareness Day.
2: <laughs> you got to be aware because you don't <laughs> you don't want a good burn. So especially in this
0: <sighs> yeah, like, in, in this household. <laughs>
2: It is. Oh, yeah, you definitely
0: know. Yep. It is Draw a Picture of a Bird Day. Okay. It is International Feng Shui Awareness Day. Not Feng Shui Day, just Feng Shui Awareness. Just be aware of it. I'm aware of it. It is.
2: Okay, but it's a good day.
0: International Romani Day. I assume uh, from Romania. It is National, Do- it's Day. It is National Dog. It's National Fighting Awareness Day. Again, probably... Uh, After
2: they fart, they fight.
0: Exactly. That's just
2: what happens. Who's got the smelliest-ass fart?
0: National Alcohol Screening Day. National all is Hours Day. National Empanada Day. Zoo Lovers Day. Step into the Spotlight Day. And Trading Cards for Grown-Ups Day. Tony, I'm going to send you a uh, Jigglypuff Pokemon... As a trading card, and in the meantime, folks, that does it for today's show. We will see you all tomorrow I'll on Friday. To this
2: Bucky sticker.
0: Have a good day, everybody.
2: Peace.